I'm Mike Shrews. And I'm Tevis. And you're listening to The Monster Cast, episode 29. <laughs> Alright, welcome back everybody to the MonsterCast, the podcast where we watch and talk about the monsters. How are you doing today, Tivis? <laughs> no, I'm doing pretty good. We just watched the trailer, or the teaser, I should say, that the, dropped. Yes. Uh, recorded a little reaction video that took a bit more time than it should have. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and uh, everybody can go and check out on YouTube and or Facebook. We'll probably drop links on some of the other socials before this even comes out anyways. Um, you can check out our little reaction video or little like five minute talk, I guess, about the trailer as well. So Was it even five minutes? I don't even know anymore. It's short, whatever. It, it, it took longer to get it to work than it did to actually talk about <laughs> Yeah, about eight times as long. <laughs> um, do we want to talk about it real quick here, too, just for those people who don't go and watch that? Ah, it looks great. Yeah. First it, look looks good. Can't wait to see more in the actual trailer. Yeah. Actually, if, oh, go I don't know. I'm on the fence. I don't know if I want to watch the trailer or not. I probably will because of this show. Yeah. Yeah. But the less I know, well, I mean, we know every character that's going to be in anyway. So, yeah, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna say I normally don't for things, but I'll do it for this. Th th this is like Rob Zombie's done the opposite of Marvel and like every cameo he's just told us about anyways. <laughs> so he's just yeah. like, no, we don't care. Like you're going to come and see it or you're not going to see it. It doesn't matter if you know who's in there or not. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how it goes. I'll watch the trailer for sure. I'm uh, hopeful. Hopefully we'll get the full trailer within the next month or so. Ge that's generally how they do it after a teaser drops about a month or two later. They'll drop an, a full fledged trailer. Yeah, which would line up pretty well with yeah. Comic-Con, as I've been saying. Yeah, um, this one was really cool. If uh, As for the people who are watching along with us, um, we're on season two now. And we've talked about the season two intro and they actually yes. do a nice like uh homage recreation to the, of it yeah recreation and homage to the season two uh trailer intro or season two uh intro sorry um yeah so i'm i'm excited to see it and uh see what how the characters interact because we only get to hear yeah. grandpa speak in this a little teaser uh, so and uh we're still missing two of them yeah i'm still missing two Tivis is getting uh, a little anxious there. <laughs> yeah, I was getting a little annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, definitely check that out. Uh, whether you check our video out, which we would love and appreciate, or if you just check out the teaser if you have not yet done so. Guys, I'm sure and it was be... shared to Entertainment Weekly. I'm sure there's going to yeah. we watched another leak on YouTube, so I'm sure there's going to be all over there. If you want to wait for one of the official promotion sites to put it up. Yeah. Yeah. But 
yeah. hopefully we saw the proper one. I think it was the proper one. It seemed yeah, like it was the proper one, a, a legit one. Okay. Yeah. So uh, definitely check that out. And in the uh, other time that you're on the internet, you can find the monster cast at Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and on YouTube, all via the monster cast. You can also, um, <laughs> you can also email us. I dropped my fidget. Oh, you can also email us at themonstercast@outlook.com. Any of your questions, concerns, if you want to be a guest, if you want to recommend a guest come on that you know personally, um, that we can book and stuff like that. Or if you want to tell us your monsters stories, your fandom, all those things. Or even if you have monster fan fiction, because I have found a ton of monsters fan fiction out there. And I want to read some of these on the show when we have uh, some extra time one of these days. So definitely uh, oh, interesting. That's a slippery slope. And I just accidentally punched my mic. That's going to sound <laughs> great. Sorry. Why is that a slippery slope? <laughs> fan fiction. Well, I mean, like proper fan fiction, not like perverse fan fiction and <laughs> crap like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um i'm interested to see what everybody out there has to tell us about the monsters as we gear up and go going into the movie the bigger movie anyways of course we didn't start this podcast because of the movie we actually wanted to do this before we heard rob zombie was even doing well, the yeah. monsters movie which is well, nice we bought the box set of full year and a half before we started recording and we've been talking about it since we bought that yeah um <laughs> But yeah, so I, I just want to thank everyone again for being able to stick on this journey with us. I know this isn't the end of the show. We haven't even started yet, <laughs> but I want no, to thank everyone. No. And I'm I'm looking forward to a fan base, too, that grows for the monsters and maybe our show oh, as well. It's going to be so nice so, to have more people to talk to about it. Yeah. Yeah, especially because you'll have like people who don't know the monsters, but know Rob Zombie and just will watch his works regardless of a PG rating or not, um, hopefully. And you'll get more monster fans that way. You'll get more kids into the monsters. Hopefully Universal does like, uh, like I said, a monsters cartoon or something later down the road too. Cause everyone's, that's the best way to grow your franchise right there. Yeah. So it worked for the Adams family, Ooh, the Adams family. No, it worked for the Adams family back in the day with their animation in the nineties. So yeah. All right. Well, with that said, Tibis, should we jump into this week's episodes? All right. So first up, we got the treasure of Mockingbird Heights season two, episode 14 aired December 23rd, 1965. We are almost out of 1965, Mike. Yeah, uh, this was written by George Tibbles with Norm Lehman and Haas, you know, involved as produce, you know, mm. uh, directed by Charles R. Oh, boy. <laughs> Ron Deu. I don't have IMDb open, so I can't help you with that. Well, this, one. this is his only Munsters episode, but okay. he has worked on other shows, including Rawhide, Batman, The Partridge Family, Wonder Woman and BJ and the Bear. OK. Uh, this episode has zero guests in it. So that was quick. Yeah, that was, um, that was like my first note for this episode was zero guests. And it was kind of nice to just be with the family for one episode after having mm -hmm. two full guest episodes, actually like two oh, or three yeah. in a row with just like nonstop guests after guests after guest. And, and sometimes like 
with the uh, episode where Herman went to go get his license, it was like the the one driver's ed guy with like kind of overshadowed um, Fred and uh, Al. <laughs> I thought because of like the way he was. So um, yeah, I. Uh, what do you got for us? Anything else on anything? Since there are no guests for this episode. No, that's it for me. All right. Move on to the synopsis. Synopsis! The Treasure of Mockingbird Heights, December 23rd, 1965. Two days before Christmas, as Tivis previously stated. <laughs> While searching for a fuse box in the dungeon, Herman and Grandpa discover a secret chamber and a clue to the pirate treasure hidden on the Munster's property. Upon finding the treasure, they end up fighting over its ownership, and Lily has to intervene. Dun, dun, dun. I wish I had more of a radio voice to read these synopsises for. (laughs) They found a treasure. (laughs) That's NPR. (laughs) We we don't want to put people to sleep (laughs) with NPR voice. All right. So uh, do we want to start off with, um, with this here? So... All right, my first note was, of course, no guess, which is cool. Yeah. Um, uh, yes, yeah, so, I mean, we start, there's a storm outside, and Lily comes down with a candle, uh, and she enters the living room where Marilyn asks if there's any luck getting the power back on as she stokes the fire. Mm. Uh, and Lily says, you know, Herman and Grandpa are on it. Yeah, who needs to worry with those two on the case? Uh she then moves over to Eddie, who's nearby, who she's uh, Eddie's like, you know, I'm just finishing my homework in the dark. And she's like, eh, good boy. <laughs> <laughs> and she uh, she hopes they get the power back on in time for grandpa's favorite operation on Dr. Kildare, which for anyone who doesn't know, this was an actual show that. Uh, well, first, it was a, a TV series or a movie series, I guess, by MGM. But the TV series started in 1961. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, another little promotion for oh, this their is kind of cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Played by Richard Chamberlain. Oh, nice. OK. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, it, it honestly looks like an interesting series if anyone wants to check that out. But, uh, you know, we we switch down to the basement where Grandpa and Herman are feeling their way around the dungeon with uh, lanterns and uh, Herman's hand uh, like brushes against this carving of a lizard on the wall and he freaks out. <laughs> Grandpa's like, it's just that carving of a lizard that's always been there. We all know about it. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So, you know, Herman calls it dumb and sticks his tongue out in true Herman fashion and they continue <laughs> you know uh, continue on until Herman's hand finds a, a a panel that opens a secret door and he like pushes <laughs> a, one of the stones on the wall yeah yeah. So uh, you know Herman goes through it cause I mean why wouldn't you <laughs> and um, Grandpa is real upset that Herman's just gone on him He's like, what the heck? You're supposed to be helping me find this light switch or a fuse box. So he's like yelling for him. And Herman's like, I'm behind the wall. So Herman's like, our grandpa's like banging on the wall behind here. So he starts smacking the wall, looking for the thing to open it. Mm. He opens this. You're in here. 
So he asks, he's like, at first it sounds like he's concerned, you know, a bit distressed. Yeah. <laughs> that Herman found this room. And then you find a bunch of torture equipment in there and you're like, oh no, 50 shades of gray. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I did not think that at all, but okay. Yeah, Herbert's like, why didn't you tell me about this uh hobby room of yours? And Krabber's like, I've never seen this room in my life. Yeah, it's <laughs> I, I'm surprised that they haven't found all these rooms. You would think that Grandpa would know the dungeon like left and right, like back and front, everything, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I just found it. It's like, what is this? And uh, he tells her, you know, Herman, he's like, look, this house was built on an old fort, wasn't it? This must be the dungeon where they kept prisoners. And yeah. Herman's like, oh, yeah, well, there's some writing on the wall over there. But uh, could you go ahead and read it in case there's a naughty word? <laughs> there's a naughty word over there. Yeah. So the wall Such says. Such a child still, which is awesome, man. <laughs> He is. He's kept his innocence so well. Um, Until the next episode that we talk about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't forget last time we saw him, he was giving them all brown uh, cupcakes to get revenge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the wall says uh, Morgan's treasure in this valley. Look behind the noble Sally. Yeah. And Herbert's like, you know, oh, that's a nice poem. It's, Grandpa goes, wait, is this, a, is this Morgan the pirate? Is this gold buried here? <laughs> and they both get extremely excited about this possibility. Uh, I believe that's uh, that's when we cut to the intro. Yeah, that's that, cut to the intro. And then we come back and they're reading out of the book. Ancient Pirates and Buccaneers, a revised edition. Yeah. And they're going through all the pirates. We got Bluebeard, uh, Long John Silvers, <laughs> which fun fact, my grandma uh, used to they used to put on a, uh, a car show or not a car show, but a parade for their small village. Mm. And, and when she wanted to get sponsors, she would pester them until she got sponsors. She wanted Long John Silvers because they had just opened a new one in the nearby area. They're like, we don't have anything to show. She kept calling to the point where they came up with a mascot. This mascot is buried because it is a terrifying monstrosity that the company never wants to see the light of day. If you can find it, know that my grandma is responsible for that nightmare. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Uh, also, I would like to point out too. <laughs> Bluebeard was a fairy tale. It wasn't an actual I know person. Yeah. Just <laughs> that's, that's one other one. Uh, I'm sure they all have, you know, fictitious origins. Yeah. I forget the middle one, but those are the two that stuck wasn't, out to me. <laughs> wasn't Bluebeard like the one who like killed like all of his lovers all the time in the It was like a very dark story, I th I believe. And I thought it was uh, Bluebeard. Probably, yeah. Uh the fifth Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's where he kept killing his wives. He kept <laughs> killing his wives. He would stack them in one room and then, you know, he would kill the next one and next one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so they're going through the book. He's like, ah, Captain Morgan. 
uh, was the vodka brand around this time? Uh, vodka brand? You mean Captain Morgan? Yeah, isn't that a vodka? I don't drink. Um, I don't know if when Captain Morgan brand came about, but I can find right, well, out while for you. Looking that up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I put you to work. So uh, yeah, it Morgan was 1944. Vi- okay, so okay, That's, hey, maybe it was a sponsorship. Uh, so Morgan <laughs> visited Mockingbird Valley, which remember, this was in the uh, California. Uh, but Captain Morgan wasn't a pirate, though. Was he? Yeah, he was a pirate. No, in this it was, but like yeah. on the Captain Morgan um, alcohol, the rum, I didn't think he was supposed to be a pirate. I'm gonna I, he in, looks like I'm, a pirate. I'm going to look into that one. Why would you want the drinks? I guess you want to drink what the pirates drink because the pirates had the good shit. Yeah, but... Yeah, so uh, Morgan visited Mockingbird Valley in 1672, which the Louisiana Purchase wasn't for another like 150 years. So, uh, and, and they visited there while fighting the Spanish Navy. So, uh, this oh. gets them even more Sorry. excited about the possibility that there's some Spanish doubloons buried. I, I got to do this. All right. So Captain Morgan rum is actually named after a 17th century. Okay. It's named after a 17th century Welsh privateer. Yeah, privateer. Yeah, yeah. Of the Caribbean. The Caribbean. uh, He is Jack Sparrow. (laughs) Sir Henry Morgan, the Welsh privateer. Yeah. uh, uh, Who he was a part-time maritime warfare uh, under commission law. Uh, he took part in was also a landowner and lieutenant governor of Jamaica. Yep. Uh, the 1960 Morgan the Pirate was an inspiration by his, you know, his life. So uh, both of these are based on the same guy. Same guy. And now I lost my place because I went down to my trivia. Uh, so yeah, they get excited. Uh, Marilyn. Okay, so we're in. Uh, Lily and Herman's room. Marilyn's bringing Lily some tea, and Liz. Like, so, uh, do you see Herman and Grandpa outside? Uh, and, and I'm assuming the power's back on by now because it looks more lit up, and they're able to walk around easy. <laughs> we we never never see them find the fuse box. Also, Grandpa and Herman read a book. Yeah, uh, it's pretty hard to do in a dungeon without light, and I didn't see any candles. But <laughs> she she also makes a, a Titanic joke here. Yes, she does. And I was like, uh, I was like, wait, so this was 65. So 1912 to 65. I was like, too soon, Lily, too soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, he's like uh, worried that they're up to something because they keep themselves locked in the dungeon all day. Yeah. And, Marilyn confirms this, but yeah, it's bolted from the inside. And she's like, the last time they were this sneaky, uh, Grandpa tried to get his own license from the Federal Reserve to open his own blood bank. Uh, So now we cut back to Grandpa and Herman where they're puzzling over the clue on the wall. And this is a great scene, by the way. Uh, Herman is mimicking Grandpa as, you know, they ponder the question and Herman suggests they call a random girl named Sally. <laughs> Grandpa, Grandpa's like, shut up. 
this, this, uh, and, this whole episode is like perfect Al Lewis and Fred Gwynn like teamwork and acting right here. Oh, it really is. It was uh, really good. So Grandpa like continues, you know, he's thinking, he's thinking, he's rubbing his head. He starts walking. Herman is still mimicking him. As Grandpa turns around to pace, he bumps into Herman and tells him, "Will you stop this or that before someone gets hurt, namely me?" Uh, then Grandpa stares at the lizard on the wall and Sally. Of course, it means salamander. And and Quick. when. But when he told Herman to stop it, he wasn't meaning stop pacing. He meant stop thinking. Oh, that's what he was telling him to stop mimicking him because he's like in the way. Because Herman's like, I'm just thinking. He's like, would you stop it before somebody gets hurt? Like, that's how I took it. It's like he meant stop thinking. Uh, Just stop. It's entirely possible, too. Yeah. So uh, and I like how. Al Lewis's uh, delivery of the lines here. He kind of stumbles over and like messes it up, but yeah. it only adds to the excitement that you feel from grandpa. Mm. <laughs> so it's like Herman, grab that. Yank it off the wall. <laughs> so it's like, all right, grabs the salamander, starts pulling the uh, brick from the wall and they yeah. find a little uh, hole. Uh, what is it? Cubby? behind it with mm-hmm. another note yeah it, it's kind of like the goonies for the monsters <laughs> They're just yes like clue yeah. after clue after clue <laughs> so grandpa like unfolds the note and he's it's a pirate map and Herman's like how do you know because everything's misspelled <laughs> <laughs> which i thought was a funny little uh you know joke but actually comes back later uh so like look there's the river that goes through town in the hill behind our house in the boulder in the backyard. <laughs> this episode is great because we get to see more of their backyard, which we have yeah. barely seen Cause, cause since when they, probably the first couple episodes where we see their barbed wire fence. Yeah, because when they go into the backyard and stuff, I'm like, are they in the backyard or like woods? <laughs> it wasn't yeah. until you look deeper back where you can see like their fence and stuff like their mm-hmm. brick fence. And I was like, OK, this is the backyard or is it a cemetery? <laughs> I was like confused for a minute. I was like, is this a backyard? Because it was really so, big. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, they both get real excited, you know, treasure again, start yeah. leaping up and down. Joy. Uh, Lily is in the in the bedroom again. Maybe earlier wasn't in the bedroom. I may be confusing the two scenes, uh, but Lily's in the bedroom this time, staring out the window at the boys in the yard with yeah. shovels and pickaxes. And they must have told her what's up because she gets talking to Marilyn about it. And Marilyn's like, you know, yeah, yeah. <coughs> oh, sorry about that. Dry spot. Uh, she's like, there could be some truth to the story. You know, my history professor uh, told us in class, you know, pirates were, we're in here. the area. Yeah. Lily's still skeptical. She's Herman just doesn't have that kind of luck. We had to cancel our Titanic. That's uh, when being it was. On the Titanic, uh, because uh, he couldn't get the time off work. Yeah, that's when they did the Titanic joke. Yeah, okay. I remember there was somewhere around there when they were talking. Yeah, yeah. It, they're so quick too. The, those two scenes blur together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and because most of this time we're with Herman and Grandpa, anyways, so all the other stuff kind of blurs in. Yeah, this is a very mm. Herman. 
uh, grandpa centric story. Yeah. Uh, so they're following the map in the backyard and they get stuck because it says onk. <laughs> it's like, what what the heck is an onk? It's like, Herman, it's oak. <laughs> and he's like, oh, crap. Of course. Yeah. So wait a minute. We got this tree, this tree, this tree, this tree. This, there's no oak. He says like all the other plants and everything. Like he's in like poison ivy, this and this. And it's like, there's no oak in <laughs> ever. So they sit down on a tree stump looking very dejected. And Herman says this line that I'm going to read verbatim. Okay. I, I turned subtitles on, so I made sure I caught it. <laughs> I I don't know what it means, but it concerns me. <laughs> Somewhere over the rainbow, there's a bluebird of happiness rating for the Robert E. Lee. Somewhere over the rainbow, there's a yep. bluebird of happiness mm-hmm. waiting for the Robert E. Lee. Yep. I don't know. I don't know. I if, don't know if, what it means. I, I'm going to look it up later, but if uh, any of our listeners might know the meaning of the the that or if it's just herman you know <laughs> saying something stupid um, yeah i would like to know that'd be kind of cool so yeah. marilyn calls uh lily over to the window she's like hey come look at him now and you just look at this aerial shot of both of them sitting there like looking so unhappy and miserable <laughs> yeah. and she's like it's so nice to see them getting along <laughs> like do you not see what they're doing all right. So Lily's like, you know, in the old country, a father-in-law would be at his son-in-law's neck by now, which they are constantly, Lily. Where, yeah. Where are you living? So uh, she's like, perhaps it's nice if they did find that treasure together after all. <laughs> she's not even concerned about the well. She's just like, they're getting along. This is great. So Herman's like, so the, the map's fake then, huh? And Grandpa's like, looks at him like about, seems like he's about to make a snappy remark as Eddie comes skipping into the clearing. He's like, why are you guys sitting on that stump? And the, they look at him, they look like they're about to answer, and then they both get a, oh, wait, stump. They get up and stare at it's an oak stump. And this was literally the only reason Eddie was in this entire thing right here. <laughs> yeah, because what happens next is like, Hey, can I watch you guys find the treasure? And Herman's like, no, get out of here. Go. <laughs> Which go is go away. weird because after they do uh, find the treasure, he calls his family out immediately. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they they walk the eight good man paces, I think is what they call it, yep. from the oak tree. And, well, after, I'm sorry, Eddie is real mad as he's leaving and Grandpa's real proud of this. He's like, I love my spoiled grandson. <laughs> He gets like uh, Bush was like pretty cool with this because he got like into it being pissed off when he has Mm -hmm. run away. Then they got Wolf Wolf smack in the bushes. Wolf Wolf got stuck for a second on one of the bushes (laughs) and he just kept going like a champ. I was like, that awesome. Like he actually pulled it off to make it look legit like pissed off. Yeah, there's some great performances in this episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, they find. Uh, Herman loses count of his steps at one point and Grandpa like smacks him and continues counting. He's like, just just say what I'm saying. So they get to the spot 
Grandpa runs to get the shovels and pickaxes. Herman just starts digging like a dog into the dirt. <laughs> and they speed this up like Benny Hill. And it's, it's amazing. Uh, we eventually cut to uh, them. Uh, Herman's buried like the ground is at his ear level, which means Grandpa is well stuck in the hole. Yeah. And Herman hits something metal in the ground. And Grandpa's like, oh, you found it. So I totally get, thought this was going to be a septic tank, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be something weird, too. Just lift me out of here. He climbs up Herman's back. This has to be a genuinely miserable scene for Fred with how much the, he hated those prosthetics. <laughs> they have a grown man climbing up them. I mean, you know, like. They clearly did it in a way where he wasn't, like, pulling on Fred himself. Still. Like, I thought he was going to give him, like, a lift with his shoe, but no, <laughs> he climbs up him. So, uh, then Harmon bends down, gets this chest, and he's, like, lifting it with his back, uh, you know, up and down. It's like, no, it's too high. Lower it, lower it. And I'm like, I'm just looking at this and I'm like, oh, man, I, I bet Fred had a real fun time filming this episode. <laughs> and so they get it back up. They get it on, you know, above ground. Finally, Herman rips the lock off. They lift it slowly, close it because they're like, oh, did you see that? Oh. They lift it again and see all the gold. He yells for his family. His neighbors have to hate him this day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they all come out and Lily's like, oh, my God, you found it. They're all like they start dancing around it. Uh, Herman trips and falls back into the hole. Again, poor Fred. Uh, <laughs> it was cool. Like I was trying to see where they switched him out because they did this roundabout and then they came back around. You don't see Fred's head, face until he's down in the pit again. You see him fall. So I was trying to see where they might have switched him out. So I don't know if they actually switched Fred out. Or I not think it this. was him. I think it was Fred. Um, clearly, there was a giant uh, <laughs> a crash pad inside the pit. Oh, yeah, we you could, could see, see that, it, but which was still. nice. But yeah, I was just like, did they, they really let him just fall down there? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and wh while he's in the hole though Lily grabs a bunch of the gold coins and chucks it down into there with him and I'm like what are you doing stop yeah, it you're gonna all, lose them they're all just throwing money everywhere like all these coins everywhere I'm like wow okay yeah so, so then they, they uh, cut to breakfast the next morning yeah Eddie is speed eating and yeah. Grandpa's like I love to see a kid wolf down their food it's like what, what are you rushing for? He's like, oh, I want to get to school early and boast about being rich. Liz's <laughs> like, no, no, we don't boast. <laughs> We've never boasted about any of our, uh, like, what would they say? Like, whatever, their, their, their better attributes and shit like that. Yeah. I was like, being rich doesn't make you better, though. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Grandpa asks, you know, Say what? Did Herman leave for work early? Well, he's like, no, 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 no. He's staying home today. Grandpa looks at, why? He's like, I don't know. 
He just wanted he, to stay home. Yeah. yeah. Grandpa's like got a cigar in his mouth. It just falls straight out. He's I gotta go to the dungeon. <laughs> so um <coughs> man. he runs down there and he makes sure Herman's not down in the dungeon. Yeah, he's like, um, I really like the the when he opened the door this time though. He got a lot of smoke in the face in this episode. <laughs> he did. <laughs> um, compared to when Herman opens it later, so he runs down there, make sure like Herman's not. He's not. Well, oh, Herman's not that, here. We get this comment from Marilyn. Oh, and she's like, you know, I like that he's so concerned about the uh, you know our wealth, and Liz like, oh, that's not new. Back in the old country, he would always make sure to know who was watching the vault each night. Yeah. So clearly they so, were like rich, rich. <laughs> yeah, that or grandpa like killed people and stole from the family. <laughs> yeah. Or so, it's a vault for blood because vampires. So oh, yeah, it could be that, too. Yeah. In case in case any goes missing, he knows who to punish. Yeah. <laughs> he is a Dracula after all. <laughs> so, yeah, he rushes down to the dungeon. Yeah, he rushes down to the dungeon, checks Herman's not there, so he's like, oh, I, I guess he's not here, whatever. Well, let me take a little peek anyways at the treasury. Opens it up, and I love this because before saying what happens, Herman learned from Grandpa when Grandpa set a little uh, ropey trap thing for the one guy to throw him into the basement, into the dungeon, sorry. Yeah. Um, so as Grandpa opens this, I saw the string and I was like, "Why is there a string on there?" Oh, it's because it it hits the string, which hits a, a axe, which drops a barrel right on the Grandpa trapping him. <laughs> and then you <laughs> and just Herman. see Herman like creeping out, like <laughs> from the corner of one little area, like a little kid. Um, Grandpa shouted something though as soon as it hit him. I wasn't sure if that was Grandpa saying that or Al, because maybe he got hurt or something. I'm not sure. That's a good question. Uh, Herman, like, he looks around the corner. He gets a real smug look on his face, which can you blame him with how much crap Grandpa has given him this past, what, 52 episodes or something like that? Yeah, yeah. uh, So he comes and he's like, you know, I said a I said a booby trap there for. Uh, why did I become Foghorn Leghorn for a second? <laughs> I say, I say. <laughs> so, yeah, I set that booby trap in case someone tried to steal our uh, our treasure. I had no idea you would be the booby. <laughs> Grandpa's a big boob. And, yeah, the, the the look of just pure smug and joy that he this trap went off on grandpa yeah. even if it wasn't meant for him just really was a great like it, it conveyed a lot for herman yeah uh so we get to uh herman in the living room reading the paper and all of a sudden he drops it he's looking around the room he stares at the empty electric chair grandpa's favorite spot he's like someone's missing everyone speak up who isn't here and he's like, will you calm down? Grandpa's just in the dungeon. <laughs> he's like, our, our grandpa's not in our grandpa's not here. So he's in the dungeon. We, It's fine. He's yeah. always down there. And Herman jumps up, rushes down. And Lily and Marilyn comments about how childish both Herman and grandpa have been since they found the uh, the treasure. And then he's like, Nah, 
no, no, don't put this on us. I've never <laughs> seen kids act that crazy. <laughs> so in the dungeon, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, in yep. the dungeon, Herman's about to check the chest when he's like, wait, he might have booby trapped it. Yeah. He's like looking around, doesn't see anything. All right. So he slowly lifts the lid. And he's staring at the gold like, oh, that's awesome. And then it's still I here. Lo- I love this. Grandpa's face pops out of the gold. He's like, I caught you. <laughs> they begin shouting at each other. Uh, Grandpa in the chest of gold. Herman outside of it. <laughs> Just the look, the face of Grandpa materializing out of the gold. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which to be fair I thought Herman was going to be in the box in the first scene so mm-hmm. I'm glad someone did it <laughs> yeah there is it, it, I, I wouldn't expect Herman to be in there because there's no way Al would have even fit his shoulder or uh, Fred would fit his shoulders no, they in would there. have to rig something up to make it look like it yeah. but I mean with this show I wouldn't put it past him to do that. yeah it's uh <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. It this is basically a cartoon with just real actors. That's 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 what this show is. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, with actual physical actors, I should say. You know, cartoons still had voice actors. They're they're real. They're not imaginary. <laughs> uh, so back in the living room, Lily is berating. Both of them because of their shouting match in the dungeon. <laughs> She's a, Herman says that it's rightfully his as it was on his property. Now, we find out Grandpa provided the down payment. I don't know if it was in this scene or earlier on. So, Grandpa. It was. Yeah, yeah. Go on. You're right. Yeah. Grandpa's like, oh, yeah, let's see the deed. Yeah. To prove that. And Herman says, you know, most of the mail that comes into the house is to Mr. Herman Munster. Any for you is addressed to care of Herman Munster. <laughs> and Grandpa looks genuinely hurt by this comment. Yeah. And he's like, are you calling me a freeloader? And Herman's like, no, I'm calling you a bum. <laughs> this sets Grandpa off yeah <laughs> he's like he's threatening to beat herman up right there and then it's like i'll charge you with trespassing the, this is when i started wondering i was like is the treasure like are they gonna do like a curse thing for the treasure like it's just but no it's just more of a greed thing instead it's, yeah, yeah it has nothing to do with a curse which that that'd be good though yeah um lily lily begins shouting at he's like Hey, look, stop, stop, both of you, just stop. Uh, Herman sticks his tongue out at Grandpa, and Grandpa summons fire <laughs> in response. Yeah. And Lily's like, would you put that fire out and behave? <laughs> and, and he had it going <laughs> on for a to- while, too. He was going to, like, torch him. <laughs> yeah, he was getting... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so yeah, she begins berating both of them more. uh, They bicker a little bit more until she yells again. And she's like, look, 
I want you both to promise not to go near the treasure without the other, which I'm like, Grandpa basically lives in the lab. Yeah, that's going to be hard. The treasure should be put in the attic. It really should. But then again, Grandpa sleeps up there sometimes. So Grandpa sleeps everywhere. (laughs) Put it in the guest room next to Marilyn or put it in Marilyn's room. Grandpa sleeps in the kitchen. Grandpa probably (laughs) sleeps in Marilyn's room. Who knows? He's a weird guy. <laughs> it's probably in everyone's closet at some point or okay. another. Wait, wait, wait. Before people say anything, I didn't mean like he sleeps with Marilyn, by the way. I just meant like he sleeps everywhere. I knew what you meant. <laughs> okay. Just clearing that yeah, I up. know what you, I, hopefully they did too. But yeah, all right. Uh, so, I mean, I have made like, a lot of Lester jokes, so. <laughs> you have. Yes, you have. Uh, so she, we, I want you to shake hands on it. And Grandpa's like, fine, but I'm not shaking hands. And Herman's like, okay, but only if he hopes to spit, which yeah. I don't get this reference. Do you? Uh, only if he helps, uh, hopes to spit. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Uh, it's hard to say for the sixties. I don't know because yeah. they also make references way older than the sixties in here too. Sometimes. Yeah. So I'm not but, sure where that comes from. Yeah. And anyway, Grandpa's like, "No, I'm not doing that." And Lily glares at him. She's, "All right, I'll hope to spit in his eye." <laughs> so at that moment, Eddie like floats down from the ceiling, <laughs> and you could just—it was really well done. Except you could just barely see the the wires on the lamp if you look. And. Lily's like, where, where did you come from? He's like, up there on my perch. That was an awesome fight. <laughs> and they all look up and they're like, what? Yeah. I'm, like, like, I'm just imagining the pilot now where he was up above the fireplace. He's just up there watching grandpa almost set his father on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Herman innocently sticks tongue out. Grandpa, who we know has killed people, summons fire in retaliation. <laughs> so, okay, back to the spitting thing real quick. Was it Herman yes. said that only if I spit? No, hope to spit. Only if I hope to, for Herman to it, spit or Grandpa to spit? Grandpa. Okay. I don't know. The only thing I found on here were spirits of the dead make men ill by spitting or blowing in their faces. But that's like an old shaman thing. No. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So I don't that know. sounds like something Herman would be into. So <laughs> anyways, yeah, um, the perch thing was kind of cool. And uh, yeah, so then Herman and uh, grandpa, grandpa are, thank you. Yeah, they're like sneaking around the house towards the trap door, not noticing each other until they bump into each other. And in their surprise, they jump away and land in a couple bear traps (laughs) and in unison begin yelling. (laughs) They look at each other (sighs) and the ravens like Lily. Come and get him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all he says the whole episode. Like, Lily, they're here now, basically. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. You can come grab them. Can I go back to sleep now? Fucking lazy bird. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, Lily and Marilyn are in the room now, and they're 
Yeah. So unhappy to be woken up. Turns out she set the traps to catch them both because she knew that they wouldn't stick to their word. Mm. And she's like, well, you don't have to worry about the treasure any longer because we took it down and donated it to the rescue mission. And both of the men are like, what? You did what? (laughs) And she's like, yeah, the man was so happy. They'll have enough money to feed or to have turkey dinners down there for 300 years. (laughs) (laughs) They're both. So, so I have a question. Yes. The the real question is, did she actually donate it? I believe her. Yeah. Yeah. She has not been interested in this money at all. This entire episode. Yeah, that's true. I just noticed with my camera back so far, you could now see my wild hand gestures more. <laughs> yeah, that's the best thing about the camera, man. Yeah. Maybe people so, will watch our videos more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. They'll... Pretty sure the camera's the reason they're not watching our videos. Uh, <laughs> so they both, they're like, they're thinking this like, well, it's over. It's gone. So they, they, they apologize to each other and forget that they're in bear traps for a second as they try to hug yeah and instantly get yanked and i love that they remember that they're in you know supposed to be trapped because they both go ah yeah <laughs> so they shake hands instead finally and, handshake a real handshake because the other one yeah. lily like kind of forced it <laughs> they didn't even handshake <laughs> no she like grabbed their hands and tried to shove them together and stuff <laughs> but uh, herman's like you know I think it's important for us to remember this moment because we've learned a le- all learned a lesson here. And if someone could get my leg out of this trap, I'll try and figure out what it is. <laughs> the lesson is don't trust your wife with all the treasure. <laughs> Put it somewhere more secure. Put it in a bank. I don't understand why they didn't just take it and, you know, but again, that's a, uh, I don't know. Um, so my last note for this episode real quick, because the episode ends after this scene here. Yeah. Um, What's with them always giving away their winnings or any money they find or anything like that when they're supposedly living like paycheck to paycheck that Herman has to scare up all the time? I know. Well, they did go from renters in the first episode to homeowners now. Right. Even though apparently they've owned it for... Is he paying rent to Grandpa? I don't know. Are they the ones mooching off him? I don't know. If, well, the thing is, That too, line is so confusing, but they probably changed their mind partway through the right. series, so... Well, I think now that they're homeowners and not renters, too... There are more expenses when you own a home than renting one. So I would feel they need more money because they're always worried about Herman getting a raise and stuff, too. And yet they're always giving all this other money away. And so so my other question in my note was, I wonder if they do it for the tax cuts. Could you imagine the tax breaks they get for giving away all this money they always give away? Yeah. Like they have to be like, you know. Uh, Amazoning it with their tax cuts. They're not. <laughs> they're not paying anything in taxes after this shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, I don't know. Anyways. This was a fun, fun episode. Just because, again, 
Fred and Al together chemistry yeah. beyond yeah. measure. It, uh, it was a good, we, good uh, time to see them in their characters. And then we also reverted back to Lily and Marilyn going back to like their companion piece rather than it being about getting Marilyn hitched again, which was nice. Yeah. And we got to learn a bit more about uh, the family and the house itself, which yeah. I really found interesting. And, and actually, my little bit of trivia I have left that I haven't shared already yeah. throughout this is uh, before they began filming, the original address that they were going to use is 13 Friday Street. OK. Like so, Friday the 13th. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm glad they changed it because 1313 Mockingbird Lane is a lot cooler. It, it rolls off the tongue too. 13 Friday it, Street is kind of way more memorable. Yeah. Well, also 13 Friday Street would end up like one. Well, it, it, it kind of would work both ways, honestly, for I like that it's 1313 Mockingbird Lane in the show. But if they would have called it 13 Friday Street um then when people google like friday 13th to find jason and shit the monsters would show up more that's the only benefit yeah. there yeah but in the future not at the time they made this i'm not yeah. stupid I'm, I'm just saying like thinking in in retrospect now like you know it, it would make, yeah. it would it would make it a little easier to find and stuff for people that don't know the monsters or anything like that Mm. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. I like seeing um, Fred and Al get to do their duo stuff. I mean, we see them a lot doing their duo stuff, but this one was really heavily like it showed them being partners. It showed them being enemies. And it was pretty cool to see all the aspects of their relationship. He's got Lily being peacekeeper. Yeah, yeah. Marilyn just around again, which... Man, I wish they would give her character way more to do other than the episodes where she's trying to get hitched. Yeah. And I love or the they're line, trying to get her hitched. <laughs> yeah. I love the line, though, where they say, you know, the father is always at the son-in-law's like neck in the old country. I'm like, yeah, I. I yeah, it's cool. I like Vampire that. Vampire Joe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah i i enjoyed this episode do we have anything else for this specific one or no 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 okay. not this one uh just mm. okay yeah no i i was just excited for the uh just getting the house and stuff uh, again. I love getting some more background information yeah. about when they came to the country and stuff like that. Where, so they've had to do this to the breaker box before. I assume. How oh, could they likely. not find it? <laughs> like, well, I'm sure grandpa rearranges crap. That's why they're hugging the wall. You don't rearrange the breaker box though. <laughs> no, just... I'm saying, but that instead of going like straight towards it, you know, watching out for the table over there, you know, you're getting close. Yeah. They're hugging the wall instead. Cause yeah. I mean, the only thing you got to avoid is the uh, electric panel where he runs electricity into his gadgets, but power's off. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So, 
Do you want to dive into the next one or do you want to say any more feelings on this one? Because I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything more to say. It's just that's a it's a if you enjoy the family itself, it is a good episode to go into because there's no other distress, no other characters. You just get pure family. Family. Speaking of family. Nice napkin. Yeah, I, I framed my napkin. Um, and everyone can see it on Instagram, uh, the MonsterCast Instagram page. Um, it's in the video. If you're not watching the video here, I actually, I texted Tivis after I did this, but I took an iron to my paper napkin to get the yeah. creases out of it because yeah, I wanted says, all their faces perfect. He says, uh, he's like, I, I was curious if it was going to catch fire or not. And I was like, well, and he just sends me the photo of it framed. I'm like, well, I guess it didn't catch fire then. <laughs> I was doing something that seemed like grandpa or Herman or Lily would have done. Just ironing a piece of paper. For I no don't know reason. if Lily is in that equation. Herman. Yes. Grandpa, possibly. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, my wife, like, uh, I showed her, and she's like, that's what you wanted a picture frame for? I was like, yeah. So I, literally, <laughs> I literally went down to the Dollar Tree or whatever and picked a frame up for, like, a buck <laughs> and just framed it. And as you, in the video here, if people are watching, you can see it's getting a lot of glare from my uh, front door windows. <laughs> so it's really annoying. But, yeah. Anyways, let's move on to the next episode. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> such a dumb story uh, <laughs> Herman's peace offensive season 2 episode 15 air December 30th 1965 the last episode of 1965 yeah written by Doug Tibbles with Norm Liebman and Ed Haas involved uh, directed by Ezra Stone, a name that we are all too familiar with. I have a feeling Ezra is going to take us to the end of the season, the series. Uh, I do not know how many new direct or how many more directors we're going to have. I wonder how many of these people stayed on moving forward in the movies or the two movies that we got with these guys. With this uh, cast. I know I recognize at least one of them, but we'll get to that when we get to yeah. it. Uh, we got guest list Chet Stratton. What a name as Clyde Thornton. Uh, he was last in Lily star border uh, and credited as Leonard's accomplice. Okay. So one of the guys in the, yeah. the gang or whatever they were. And also in Herman's rival is Mr. Haggerty. So Chet is someone we are familiar with. Okay. Brian O'Byrne as Uriah. <clears throat> Excuse me. He was last seen in uh, Love Locked Out as Calvin. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, Jackie Minty as Jack McGinty. <laughs> I can't make this up. Uh, this is his first acting role Uh, we'll return for a future episode but only has five acting credits Uh, 
uh, one of them in a big hand for a little lady went uncredited, though. So, yeah, uh, the other two shows that he was involved in was uh, My Three Sons and The Lucy Show. So My Three Sons, once again, coming back and <clears throat> Lucy, I'm pretty sure. Someone's been involved with Lucy in every episode we've watched. Mm. <laughs> so here well, we they go. Were all like shot around the same. Did Lucy's studio, um, Lucia Ball's studio, were they behind the monsters at all? I don't recall. Like, I know they helped I with Star Lucy Trek and shit like that. After. No, because she came before um, with like black and white. That was the only thing at, at first. And then oh, she 51. adapted. Shoot. All right. Yeah. I'm thinking of the sequel show then. Yeah. Because she adapted into color. She started yeah. in black and white. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm thinking of the sequel show then, which should have. Nope. <clears throat> hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the sequel. Which was. Uh... I can't even find it. I know there was one, though. It came back. I don't know. Yeah. Ah, well. That that will be for our I Love Lucy podcast when we get to it. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe. <laughs> so, uh, we get yet another Frankenstein opening. I love when they do this. They haven't done this in so long, and now we're getting them, like, uh, you know, quite a few weeks in a row now. Yeah. So... Herman's outside. Wait, wait, wait. I didn't do the synopsis. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Synopsis. Synopsis away. <laughs> Herman's Peace Offensive, December 30th, 1965, as Tivis stated. This is also the last episode in 1965. Which I stated. <laughs> Which Tivis previously stated there. <laughs> Herman advises Are you Eddie, just writing these after I talk, as I talk? <laughs> no, I just read whatever is on here. <laughs> I know. Herman advises Eddie to turn the other cheek when he gets pushed around by a bully. Then Herman is the victim of a practical joke at work. Grandpa takes the situation in hand by teaching both Eddie and Herman how to box. Which, I mean, Herman already knows how to box. Oh no, that was wrestling. Well, he was also teaching Eddie... Oh wait, that's this episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, so yeah, as I said, we got a Frankenstein opening as Herman's just outside, uh, the fence, mm-hmm. pulling up weeds, looking around. He like yanks off some of the, uh, metal prongs on the fence. What are those called? I don't know. The what? What are the things on top of the brick fence the or the spikes the the yes i guess spikes i thought they had a fancier name but um uh you can oh. definitely tell they weren't actual metal they, they, they were supposed to be like cast iron like rods yeah. cast iron yeah, rods. yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they have to have some kind of fancy pretentious name to them i just don't know it because i i don't know uh then he just leaps over the fence entirely begins creeping towards the door looking around the yard he gets this bush to the left of the stairs starts ranking stuff out looking around mm-hmm. then he starts tearing up the bottom steps uh wood and he looks to his right 
Oh, there it is. It grabs the paper out of the bush. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just cast iron fencing, by the way. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that's it. Wow. That's okay. Of all the stupid things we name, we don't name those. Whatever. Uh, so, yeah. And he's like, yeah, that that paper boy never throws it in the same place. Why are you ripping up your stairs? He can't throw it under the wood. Yeah. Oh, or they can be called spear fence uh, uh, toppers. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So the news, uh, he, he literally talks to the newspaper and it's like, he never put you in the same place. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And so we cut to inside where Eddie is saying he's going to judo chop, smack him in his nose, twirl him around his head, and throw him in the girl's gym. He's furious about somebody. Yeah. Grandpa is like reading. He's kid. Will you shut up? But doesn't say anything. <laughs> But, uh, and not only that, Mar- he jumps around and he's like, "Ah, kill him, I'll kill him, I'll kill him." Yeah, well, not yet. Uh, <laughs> well, no, he does that a couple times, so maybe. Yeah. Uh, Marilyn's like, "Well, who are you mad at?" And he's like, "Jack from school. He's a bully." And then he starts screaming that he'll kill him. So yeah, Herman walks in. He's like, "Did I overhear? I have this verbatim. Did I overhear my sweet little offshoot contemplating homicide?" <laughs> Yeah. Grandpa says, you know, if someone's bullying him, it's natural if he wants a little massacre. <laughs> yeah, it's no big deal. Calm down. Eddie continues to shout in anger where Herman's like, look, you need to relax and act like the sensible creatures that we both are. And then he's like, hey, Lily, did the post come today and he's like oh yeah yeah he threw it against the wall and here's a package for you so i'm like have they not made up with their mailman yet or did they perhaps (laughs) okay here's my line of thinking is the mailman still avoiding them after the whole love potion thing or do you think he got on a different route and they just have a new mailman by now a postal worker um from like the first couple episodes yeah i it has to be a new guy has to be a new guy right yeah uh, it, it could be you never know uh my aunt's a postal worker and mm-hmm. you know we I don't, don't get along but because <laughs> she's a postal Herman. worker jeez tibbis wow, <sighs> don't hate she's the post office woman. they need they need uh, more money <laughs> yeah well all right, let's go. <laughs> Herman reads the, the the shipper and he's like, oh, it's from Clyde Thornton, the new uh, fellow at the parlor. So he begins opening it and it's a it's a little box. It says press here. So he does. And it squirts him in the face with ink. Grandpa loves this. <laughs> the box looked like uh, the boxes that my uh, my dad used to keep his uh, like, um, D&D dice in and shit back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very similar. Yeah. They just uh, altered so, it. Now we just have a giant sack of dice, which I don't. Mine was up there. I don't know where it went. You need a chest. I'm going to buy you a little, little nice wooden chest thing. 
I yeah. got one of those for my comics. No, uh, you know, like a little one for like like Herman has in this episode for your die. No, I, I, I kind of have one of those. Uh, you can't see it. It's above the ACDC album. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> Herman kind of just sits there for a bit and some, mm-hmm. I'll kill him. I'll kill him. I'll kill him. <laughs> so uh, we get him. Did, <laughs> did you hear? Or no, I'm sorry. He begins talking angrily and Eddie's like, so what do you plan to do about it? And Herman just <sighs> sighs, yeah. then starts jumping up and down, screaming, I'll kill him. <laughs> did, did you hear the line where Herman walks in? You might have said it. Did you see it already? Herman walks in and he's like, did I hear my sweet boy contemplating murder? <laughs> yeah, I read that. Did you? I totally he missed said, you say that. Uh, I have it written down here exact. He's like, yeah. do I hear my sweet offshoot contemplating homicide? <laughs> uh, and then um, Herman, of course, going and saying, I'll kill him, I'll kill him, I'll kill him. That was totally, I totally saw that coming. It's like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> like, Her, Herman's got a temper. Yeah. So, Which we saw him Grant, do this recently too. Like before, they didn't used to say like kill, but now they've been saying it a lot. Like ever since um the Star Border, I think it was, where he's like, "I'll kill him, I'll kill him, I'll kill him," because he thought he was like trying to get yeah. with Lily. Yeah, yeah. I think they're pushing the F. St- Maybe they weren't around yet, but the the FCC the TV cops. Yes, FCC. Yeah, FCC. <laughs> uh. I forgot what the hell they were called, but so we cut to grandpa telling Lily, it's like, look, Eddie needs to let loose on this bully. And Lily's like, no, 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 no. We're Eddie's parents. We're going to handle it, (laughs) Mm. which I'm sure a lot of people have done to their, uh, you know, the (laughs) grand, their parents or aunts or whatever else. Like, look, no, this is our kid back off. Yeah. As you know, a parent, you would know. I was hoping you would jump in there. But so grandpa's furious. They aren't raising him like a Dracula. He's like, I haven't had to worry about my kids like that. So I don't know. Well, no, but you haven't had people telling you how to parent your kids. Oh, I don't listen to people when they talk, when they start to say anything. That's about what I'm saying. That's what, what grandpa's trying to do here. Like, no, I just, whatever. Like, even my in-laws, I'm just like, okay, you're from the old country. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm married to the, to the offspring you raised. Trust me. I know what not to do then. (laughs) She's like, she says, I love you, baby. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you, honey. (laughs) If you hear this, I'm trying to get you out of trouble here. Uh, I didn't mean to get you in trouble. I was just looking for a comment. So she's like, this isn't like the old country. Over mm. here, we have a board of health. And then she proceeds to light the candles with us. The, the switch that we saw uh, that she did with the, when the robbers were yeah. hiding out in their house. Well, she was lighting so, them with a lighter or something like a flame. And then she went over there and dialed it up, which is, I guess, lets the gas come out more. I, it makes no sense. And no I sense think that all. was the final straw for those robbers as well. 
I'm pretty sure that's what broke them. They're like, no, no okay, okay, we've had enough of your ordinary life. Yeah. Well, clearly they're gas like things because one of the flames shoots up a lot higher yeah. than some of the others. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but regardless, I, I'm glad that they brought that back. I, uh, you know, I've said it before. I love continuity. Yeah. Um. So they're get, they're sitting down for dinner. You know. Herman's like, what are we having? And it's Marilyn's like, oh, it's, it's you know, fish. And she pulls it off and it's like the fish with its mouth open facing him. Wide, bass, Herman's, wide mouth bass or something like that is what they call it. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not a fisherman either. So <laughs> I don't drink. I don't eat, I don't do fish. Tibis, uh, what are you? <laughs> a lot of people ask me that. Uh, <laughs> so large Herman's mouth staring bass at, is what it is. Large mouth. Yeah, Herman's staring Sorry. at this lou- a largemouth bass just facing him, and he decides to have a little fun with it. He's like, hello in there, and it echoes back, you know, hello out there. <laughs> and he's a little startled by this development. I'm like, is there a little guy inside there? <laughs> yeah. He's oh. It's fresh. Yeah. <laughs> the, the good use of little, slang. That one bass did not look like it would feed all of them, by the way. No, it doesn't. So uh, Lily then fixes a bib around Herman's neck. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. With a baby on it, by the way. Yes. <laughs> but it's huge. So you're, it's not. It's a big baby. Yeah. It, it, it just it makes sense. You don't question it. <laughs> so it's just like, are you going to talk to Eddie about the bully? And so he's like, look, if the bully comes at you, you need to just ignore him. Just to keep in mind that no matter how many or that no matter how many times he strikes you, he'll become a better citizen for it. Yeah. (laughs) So. (sighs) Grandpa is like, no, 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 no. What you need to do. Or, I'm sorry. Grandpa says, well, what is Eddie supposed to use for teeth in the meantime? And Herman looks at him. He's like, oh, shut up. And Eddie's like, so what about Clyde at the parlor? You know, are you going to follow your own advice for that? And Herman's like, yes, I'm going to set the example that you're looking for. And Eddie's like, OK, I'll go along with it because I want to be just like you when I grow up. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that, that's a sweet moment. Lily goes, oh, and she's like, oh, yeah. She praises, you know, Herman for his good qualities and, uh, you know, thinks it's great for Eddie to aspire to be him. Yeah. Then Herman goes to cut the fish and it snaps. At him. <laughs> it was like, oh, maybe it's a little fresher than I thought. I do want to point out if you if your kids are ever having these issues at school. Well, one, I mean, nowadays everyone just calls the school and complains and bitches about it anyways, whatever. But uh, you should teach your kids self-defense tactics, not just punch in the face, you know, self-defense so you can stop from getting hit in the first place. (laughs) Yeah. Um, um, You know, I know it's hard to tell from a guy who's doing a monsters podcast for fun but i was you know pretty bullied uh bullied pretty bad in uh school and i got that to stop by uh 
breaking the guy's nose. Yeah. All it took was one punch and he left me alone. Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw him years later because uh, he went to the same high school that I my wife went to back when we first started dating. And I ran into him in the parking lot. And, you know, of course, he made fun of some of the weight I gained. And I said, you know, how's your nose doing? And he just drove off. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, hate that son of a bitch. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I know what Eddie's going through. And. I actually went to multiple schools throughout my childhood and yeah. I got made fun of it. Every single one of them. Try going and living in the town I lived in <clears throat> and going to a school in the, like the upscale area. Mm-hmm. And like the, the, the thing was, you know, the town I lived in was like the ghetto area, blah, 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 whatever. But yeah, that was going to high school in a town where it was like, rich kids who bought all their drugs with their parents' money and drove their convertibles and stuff like that. (laughs) So it's like, I was like, they tried to make fun of me because of the way I dressed or talked and shit like that. And because of where I was from. So my nicknames were like shady or slim or like eight mile and shit. Like I was like, are these supposed to be offensive to me? Because one, they're not. And two, I'll just kick your ass. If you're really think I'm like from that era or that area, mm-hmm. why would you start making fun of somebody like that? Like I've, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. Stupid times being a kid in school and being picked on and shit like that. So I, yeah. I feel for Eddie. I do. Um, I was I had more uh, like growing up in the family I grew up in. That's all we did was picked on each other and beat each other up and shit. So going out into the real world, we were prepared for it already. (laughs) And and like um, with my kids, like they don't have to worry too much about that stuff. But I have taught them like self-defense tactics and and ways to subdue a bully to not necessarily hurt them, but to make sure they're not going to be able to hit you, you know, um, with uh, different uh, wrestling, grappling tactics, like actual wrestling, not pro wrestling that everybody thinks of, even though you can still use some of those submission moves too, but more submission moves than, you know, punching them. Cause if you leave a bruise, then I guess, you know, their parents can try and come after us. (laughs) If you just hold them down until the principal comes out, my my dad wanted to enroll me in karate and I just I didn't I didn't want to do it because I got that would take time away from all the books I was reading to got, be the nerd being picked on. I got kicked out for breaking the kid's arm because he kept kicking me in the balls. <laughs> God, he kept kicking me on the balls on purpose. So, uh, yeah, and that was like way before high school. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you know. Some kids deserve it, which you know we'll get into after in a bit. Uh, getting back to the show, yes. though. <laughs> a little life school. lesson from us. From uh, yeah, people get to know us a bit. Uh, at school, we see uh, you know the bully Jack comes out and he sees Eddie standing there waiting for yeah. someone to pick him up. I'm guessing, even though we've seen him walking home. Yeah. Uh, he then asks, you know, hey Eddie, <laughs> I want. When I ask you something, he's like, no, I, I don't want <laughs> I don't want a fat lip today. The boy's like, well, what if I just hit you in the eye? 
And he's like, nothing. Yeah. Wait, if I smacked you in the eye, you wouldn't do nothing. This is becoming a common thing. Stop with the double negatives. <laughs> stop it. I am terrible at grammar, but good Lord, stop it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so <laughs> Jack then calls, uh, he's like, what are you, yellow? And he's like, no, I'm green. <laughs> and it's like my dad says i just need to ignore you which I was like well they're not green they're actually like a light blue blue yeah if you can see on the uh dvd <laughs> mm. and in the the pilot and even the re- recoloring we saw they, they also made them yeah. yeah like a pale <sighs> white light blue type color uh, yeah and he's like, you know, my dad just told me to ignore you. And Jack calls uh, Herman a dope. And this sets Eddie off. <laughs> Jack's like, look, next time I see you, I'm going to rip off your nose, put it on backwards. So you sneeze out your brains. <laughs> God, <laughs> this kid is violent. <laughs> uh, he's going to grow up to go to jail for sure. Uh, <laughs> So then we go down to the parlor where Clyde is laughing hysterically to his co-worker that we find out is Uriah mm. uh, about the ink he sent the Herman and Uriah is like, like, that was that was kind of mean. Like Herman's a really nice guy. And Clyde's like, no, he's just a big dope. He's like, look, I'm booby trapping his locker now. Wait till he comes in <laughs> and Herman walks in, you know. Says hello to Uriah and then Clyde. And Opens Clyde's like, locker. hey, you know, just what? Oh, go on. Uh, Clyde's like, you know, did you enjoy that package last night? And Herman's kind of hesitates before. It's like, yeah, it was a surprise. All right. Yeah. You know, Herman is really, really trying to restrain himself. He's very annoyed. Very annoyed. <laughs> So he opens up his locker and gets a boxing glove to the face, which he had to bend down really far to get that in the face. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> yeah, he did. I was, it would just hit him in the like, yeah, uh, peck peck. And, uh, Clyde's laughing hysterically and Uriah looks kind of sad before laughing because laugh. Clyde looks at him. And then Herman begins laughing awkwardly. <laughs> uh, you just tell he's contemplating murder right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the other like the thing is too like we'll see here and and later the other impractical joke that he tries to play on Herman. Those are not practical jokes. Those are like bodily harm. You know, they're not jokes. They're, it's actual harm. So I don't know what they thought a practical joke was back in the 60s. Yeah. Because as we see, it's, like, I have a note for the other one. I'm like, that's yeah, no. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. um, uh, so then we go back <laughs> to the house. Yep. And uh, um, uh, Lily and grandpa are in the kitchen making dinner. No, uh, Grandpa Lily offers to warm Grandpa's tea up. And oh yeah, that's what then it was. Pours fire out of her kettle. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. a flamethrower kettle, man. Yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, I wonder how Eddie's day went." Then Eddie comes in to, with his back to him, not looking at them, kind of sliding yeah. through the through the room. 
And she's like, you know, hey, uh, so uh, how'd it go? And he's like, oh, I, I ignored the bully like uh, like dad said. Well, how'd it turn out? He turns around. He's got a black eye. Yeah. Lily is horrified, gets out a stake for him to put over it. Dude. And she is mad about Herman's advice. And Eddie's- this is where I get mad at Lily. Eddie's black eye, hold on, first of all, is really bad. It's like, it looks like he got punched a few times, kicked a few times, and hit with a bat in the eye. No Mm -hmm. pun intended. But, like, literally, it looks like he just got his ass kicked in that one spot because his eye is messed up, man. Yeah, and it's his left eye, I should add. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's important. And, And I'll tell you why I get mad at Lily in a bit, because... Her character is very inconsistent this episode. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> well, they always do this whenever Herman does anything. He's, he's always his, oh, pro- it's always God. his, you know, yeah. he's the one who she, did the wrong. She's pissed at the advice that Herman gave him. Mm. And Grandpa's like, look, what you need to do instead, sink your teeth into their neck. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we dealt with a bully situation already before with Eddie, too? I, I, twice, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and they told him how to fight last time, and then another one where he was like slow. Yeah, that's and okay. Running, that's what it was. Slow and running. Yeah. Uh, so okay. Then Herman uh, walks in. Yeah, Herman, he's got sunglasses on. He's like, tell yeah. She literally's like, look, you're an idiot. Look at your son. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, what are you gonna do about this? And. Herman's like, are, are you going to do something about this? And Herman's like, you're darn tootin' I am. He takes his glasses off, revealing his black eye on the left eye, I might add, even though he was punched on, on the, the right. right. Yeah. <laughs> he's I like, noticed that. I was like, wait, he wasn't on that side, was he? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's like, after dinner, we're going to evalu- reevaluate my philosophy. Then he steals the steak from Eddie to put over his eye. <laughs> and then this is where they do um him and eddie and grandpa do the boxing yeah herman is teaching eddie how to box here yeah and uh herman punches a hole in the wall and grandpa's like what are you doing this is my let stop it yeah he's like all right let's go over to the punching bag and grandpa's like what What? happened to a normal punching body (laughs) just get a body why why can't we use a real body all these substitutes all the time but uh after herman punches the wall though he loses his glove and i wonder yeah like did it just get stuck as fred's pulling his arm back he's like (laughs) i'm just gonna pretend that i meant to do that right uh so on the punching bag too is a really bad drawing of jack Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, remember how angry you are at him? Wail away. So Eddie starts letting loose on this punching bag as Herman's holding it. And Herman's like real pleased with him. He's like, OK, OK, OK. Why don't you go over there and relax a bit? Yeah. Leave some for me. So he spins, spins it around and we get a real, real creepy drawing of Clyde. <laughs> and he begins punching it. So it swings wildly around the room and. Might I add, uh, Eddie has been removed from this scene with how wild it is swinging because they were probably worried about right. him getting hurt. Yeah. 
<laughs> because when he's done, all of a sudden you see where Eddie is sitting as well. Mm. And it's just empty during this. And then at the end, you see Eddie sitting there still. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, come over here, Butch. Get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Definitely got to keep him safe for that one because it, it, it was crazy. Like the, the thing was oh. just swinging all over the place. Um, and then it snaps off and like it's grandpa. Well, yeah. Grandpa's like, he's like, you got to pick up some speed there. So, and Fred, the look on Herman's face, you could tell that Fred was just having fun in this scene. Yeah. Uh, so he stops and he starts walking away. He's like, what'd you say to me? And he gives it one final good smack, breaks <laughs> it off the chain and it goes flying into grandpa, breaking some of his potions behind him. And grandpa is really not happy about this. If he wasn't happy about the hole, he's, he's real mad about getting hit. He was startled, too. It's just like, what, yeah. the, what the hell? Uh, so Eddie's about to leave for school and his black eye is gone. I will add. It's not gone 100 percent, was it? I thought there was still yeah, a little bit. It's just gone oh. in this scene. It was not visible. So Lily's like, he's like what, a vampire not- werewolf. It just he has faster healing than this. Yeah, man, that's uh, plausible. Lily's angry with him because he didn't wash behind his points, which I they do a lot of bad substitute jokes in this. Mm. Just say ears. This this one got to me. Like, why change it? It's not a good change. <laughs> because we don't all have pointy ears unless we're Vulcans or Romulans. They're still so. ears. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so Herman tells me, like, hey, remember what I taught you? And Lee's like, Herman, you better not be encouraging Eddie to fight. I'm like, what do you want from him? Yeah. You got mad that he tried to tell Eddie to be a pacifist. Now you're getting mad that he's telling him to stick up for himself. And Herman's like, no, of course not. We only fight when we're provoked. Wink. <laughs> so Dude, no, Eddie goes to school. <laughs> Okay, keep going, because this is All right. messed up. I love this. Uh, this this scene, I this it popped from. Uh, Jack begins harassing Eddie at school, and yeah. Eddie's, "Are you provoking me, Jack? Huh? So, if you say if you say it again, uh, you will provoke me, huh? It's like okay, you just provoked me." And this is about deadpan <laughs> delivery and it fits his mood of being fed up and angry yeah. so well, just from my experience. And I was so joyous when he just decked that decked SOB. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, then he goes, uh, then he goes a little crazy. Apparently he's, you know, Jack's surprised. He's, I-, I thought your pop told you to ignore me. And Eddie responds. Yeah. He taught me to ignore you in a new way. <laughs> <laughs> and then laughs like Herman and walks away to begin a reign of terror. Uh, yeah, this is this is a uh, new age Freddy. This is um, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of a word to say that's not. He's just crazy. Okay, like just... <laughs> I mean, you get pushed to a point, you snap, and but that's not okay. Because no, it's not. I snapped on the wrong person as well, and I felt bad about it. I apologize to that poor guy. Especially <laughs> in school settings, they shouldn't. Snapping is not okay. No, find a good creative way to deal with your anger. Uh, I've learned that a lot in the past decade alone. Punching the the punching bag should have been enough for him. 
honestly. Yeah. And even if that's not it, like, although sometimes maybe obviously that's not the case for me. But you know, working out helps a lot. Riding your yeah. bike, I love riding my bike. When I have one, I finally have one. I can't wait to ride it. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, writing, just meditating, whatever helps. Like, not letting it out immediately as a reaction is not a bad thing, but keeping it bottled up for mm. too long is will also ruin bad. You, yeah, yeah, or it can cause you to react in a more extreme way, which sucks too. Um, yep. So. Uh, uh yeah but no yeah. i love that he did this he got his his revenge punch back in i would like to see i would like to have seen the bully afterwards with like a black eye or something like <laughs> <Yeah>. that because <laughs> we know eddie's strong as hell yeah so and, and he punched him and he flew back like he flew <laughs> yeah, he far did. he must have that vampire strength man <laughs> that werewolf yeah, was yeah. A mixture and yeah. uh franken guy <laughs> There's no Frankenstein in him at all. Uh, we don't know that. Just a little so, bit of Lily. <laughs> now, now we get Herman's time to be provoked uh, yeah. at the parlor. Clyde is setting up a new joke, which involves pouring water on the floor and tying an electrical wire to his door uh, locker to get 120 volts of electricity. Is Clyde trying to kill him? 120 <laughs> volts is not a fucking pra practical joke. It's not no. even an impractical joke. No, even I, I'm fairly certain Clyde is just trying to get rid of the competition because Herman got a promotion and Clyde wants to rise in the company quick. Yeah, because <laughs> Clyde is, um, I don't know if we said this, but he was like a new employee. Yeah, he, yeah he's brand new. He, uh, so. Yeah, Uriah is like, Look, are you sure you want to be messing with Herman? He's a big guy. And yeah. Clyde's like, hey, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. And I'm like, if he falls on you, dude, you're going to feel it. And then we hear two cars <laughs> crash outside. Yeah. And, so and they go and look. As they jumped up to look and stuff, too, like I thought he was jumping up to hide above the lockers, hoping like Herman wouldn't see him there just so Which he could how, have a better but seat. But possible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And so, as he looks out the window, he sees Herman there. He's talking to the people. He's like, yeah, he just walks on, up. Hold on. The car, people, the guys in the car bolt. <laughs> yeah. He's, well, he's like, here, let me help you out here. If one of you could hold my lunchbox. And then yeah. like, <laughs> so then he, he picks up one car and then he pushes the other pushes car the away other. and drops them down. He's like, there, clean streets. That's that's the importance here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, yeah, Clyde. <laughs> yeah, Uriah's like uh, still plan on going through your uh, your joke there. Yeah, <laughs> and Clyde begins scrambling to take it apart. <laughs> Outside, Herman's just talking to himself. He's salivating to be provoked. He's like, oh, I can't wait. I'm gonna yeah. punch this. <laughs> So Clyde is still struggling to undo the trick as Herman comes in and Herman's like, hello. Clyde's like, hi. And Herman's like, come closer and say that. It would wiggle in his finger. <laughs> and he gets like the meanest face I've ever seen Fred do with this character. <laughs> Even in those scenes that are meant to be really freaky where he's like approaching on the guy with a net or staring down at the cop through the hole. Yeah. 
and clients uh, (laughs) Herman then notices the wire going Uh from the light to his locker which he's like how uh, could anyone not see that well before it wasn't set up as it is it was um it was up higher hidden out of the way the only reason he could see it now is because he was trying to disassemble it which at that point i'll give you that at that point just unplug it from the damn light fixture that you plugged (laughs) it into first just that's all you (laughs) have to do you know um uh, also uh, i don't think 120 volts would have done anything to herman because you know that's how he he got electricity yeah it, it might give it, it might do like the whole Iron Man thing. It just give him a power boost. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that what it did in that audio thing you posted on YouTube? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, he sits down in grandpa's chair and they turn it on. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so, so, yeah. And like uh, Herman in is like, like what, what's up with this? What, what's going yeah, on what, here? What's this? And the guy's like, oh, it's a, it was just another a- practical joke. I was going to play on myself. <laughs> It's yeah. like, well, why is it on my locker then, ass? <laughs> like, come on. Hermes, yeah. yeah uh, he goes over there. He's, uh, you know, you know, you just step in the water and you pull the handle. And just, <laughs> he, <laughs> he falls on the ground. And Herman's like, real confused by this interaction. He, this is not going how he was thinking at all. Yeah. And he's like, look, get off the floor so you can provoke me and I can knock your head off. Yeah. And then go out for coffee. He's like, did you hear me? Did you hear what I said? And he's like, get up. And then he steps on his feet like a rake. <laughs> yeah, and lifts him, him like up. Lifts <laughs> <laughs> him up in the air. And then grabs him and he's like, um, oh, then that's when he like pleads for his Please life, basically. <laughs> I have four kids. <laughs> his, everyone's like, no more jokes. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, I will. I won't do any more jokes on you. I promise. And I was like, pretty. He's happy with. Like, All right, shake on it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, he goes to shake Herman's hand. He's like, ah. And Herman's like, ha! I got you. He's got one of those hand buzzers. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, ah. He starts jumping and laughing. He's like, I'm the bully now. You, <laughs> like, no, Herman. No, wrong life lesson. No. <laughs> and it's funny because we the start of the episode, he talks about how him and Eddie are so much alike. Yeah. It's and they are. true. They go mad with power. <laughs> Except he didn't, like, beat the crap out of everybody at the funeral parlor. <laughs> like, <laughs> No, not yet, at least. Um, Uriah got the hell out of there. Did you yeah, notice that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then, uh, then we go back to... The, the, house. the house yeah the house lily is throwing fruit into a bowl for a tossed fruit salad like full pineapples full melons yeah, a can of like freaking um a can stirring of uh, them peaches. even and, like yeah. she put a can of peaches in there i'm like do you have fresh peaches either <laughs> like yeah I, this is another joke that didn't land with me I, i'll be honest yeah, this was kind of a lame one for me because i was just like wait i don't like because we've seen them eat their meals. There's no way they're eating like that. You know, it didn't make sense. So um, I bet like as Yvonne was doing that, she was like, what the hell are we doing? guys?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, Herman is then, you know, 
Eddie is telling Herman and Grandpa about his day as the phone. You hear a phone ring in the distance Mm -hmm. and it's real subtle, but it's there. Yeah. Uh, And Herman then begins telling how he dealt with Clyes and does this and buzzes himself. And he's like, oh, I'm going to bully Clyde so bad. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to beat up all my classmates for good measure. (laughs) And then they notice Lily is in the doorway. Yeah. And when they notice her, she tells Eddie, go to your room. She's like, Herman, I want a word with you. And Grandpa tries to flee, but gets stopped in his tracks. And she's like, you're not going anywhere. Lily, we like we saw a little bit last episode, but this episode, you really see the fury of a Dracula (laughs) in Lily. She she goes and tells him first. She tells him, of course, you know, he was beating the crap out of like all of his classmates at school. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie's principal just called. He beat up two kids today. She's like, no violence and backhands. (laughs) (laughs) oh my god yeah she continues to go say no violence and she hit him that time he gets up and then she does it again yeah she's you need to fix this because we will not have brutality in this household uppercut (laughs) yeah she she went all amber heard on him (laughs) oh it's not gonna go over too well with some people Uh, it's a joke come on I know, People need to I'm learn to take jokes regardless of what you believe or whatnot. Not believe. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. She then tells him, you know, <laughs> I need you to stop hiding behind the sofa when I'm talking to you. And he's, he answers with the only thing you can do in a marriage situation where you're in a fight you know you can't win. Yes, dear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or as uh, I learned yesterday, I could just ask for my sock. <laughs> for you people, didn't get your freedom, though. <laughs> I didn't get my freedom. For people who don't get that reference, I went and uh, played Harry Potter. <laughs> I became Dobby yesterday. <laughs> so at breakfast, Grandpa is eating upside down for some reason. Yeah. Uh, Marilyn asked if Herman walked Eddie to school that day. And Lily's like... Yeah, he's teaching him that if you hold your head up or hold your head up high, people will step aside for you. <laughs> and then we cut to Eddie's like, boy, you were right. When you hold your head up high, people get get out of your way quick. Yeah. <laughs> and as the is like, see, you know, I don't understand what this lesson is supposed to teach Eddie. But as they walk away, there's cars crashing all around him, bodies lining the road and somebody climbing a light fixture and that's how we close the episode (laughs) yeah i wasn't sure what was supposed to be happening if they were just like scaring these people or yeah Yeah, they're terrifying them into getting distracted and basically causing a massacre in the street (laughs) which herman walks around all the time um but on to what lily goes on about when she's punching herman domestic abusing herman (laughs) um she's like no violence we've literally talked about grandpa killing people she was getting ready to kill a bear because she thought herman was cheating on her with it (laughs) oh boy and she's this isn't the first time that she's hit herman either with a stick 
Yeah, she beat him with a stick. She she punched Herman before when he he was in the one house with the other girl, and she would thought that he was cheating oh, yeah. on her. Yeah, that's right. Knocked she him knocked out. him out cold. <laughs> I forgot about that. She's abusive, man. <laughs> it's all there. It's all on tape too. <laughs> yeah, I. In her defense, he's an annoying idiot, but she married him, so. That's what I remind my wife. I'm like, you married me. I'm the yeah, smart. I remind my wife that too. I'm the smart one here. I married you. You, but you married me. That's, I married up. You settled. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think that's how it is for every couple, though. <laughs> it seems like we just get lucky to find someone who just tolerates us. <laughs> Oh, it's a good thing my wife likes dumb movies and stuff like that. That way she likes me. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, this was a crazy episode. Yeah. I don't know what the moral ended up being. Um, I don't don't bully people. Otherwise, you'll turn them into bullies, maybe. Don't become the bully. I don't. Well, if he didn't, if if Eddie didn't fight back at least to the one guy anyways i yeah. feel he would have just kept getting bullied yeah so there it comes a point to where you have to stand like look if my kid came home with a black eye like eddie did i would tell him to go beat the shit out of the kid like fuck like uh, sorry <laughs> that's a whole nother thing but it's like no that's ridiculous 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 i said ridiculous i don't know it, it's just crazy like to think ridiculous. Like, like for the moral of this story though i think it would be more so i don't know i honestly don't know what they were trying to say i don't i don't know either yeah i guess you know bullies get what's coming to them listen to your wife even if she uh She's, you know, doesn't know what you she wants she you wants. to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because she, she she's like, teach him not to fight, teach him to fight, but don't teach him to fight. Just teach him to be good. I can't do everything. Anyways, yeah, just wait till uh, you have kids. <laughs> It'll be a fun one for you to deal with. You can raise oh, them as I, Herman. I, I, <laughs> I would probably be one of those parents that would try talking to the school first if my kid was being bullied and yeah. my exact words would be he's going to uh, he or she this my kid is going to end up punching this other kid oh yeah and yeah. when i get called back down here for that i'm going to let you know i'm taking them out for a celebratory dinner <laughs> no matter how much you punish them yeah. because that uh, yeah, having been the receiving end, that, sometimes they're just pieces of shit children that other parents aren't disciplining. <laughs> I, I would totally do that too. Like, I would tell my kid to go and do it if they, you know, did it again. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, yeah, I would warn the school. I'd be like, look, if you guys don't fix this shit, because in the end, there's not much I, I can do from at home. 
Yeah. Besides tell my kid, hey, don't fight back. If I tell you not to fight back, they're going to get picked on again like Eddie did in this. If you tell them to fight back. It can get worse sometimes, too, depending on how uh, deranged the child is. Maybe that's Uh, what I I don't know what this episode is trying to tell us, but it has to say something. The only thing I would say differently than Herman is, you know, it's good to defend yourself don't go on the offensive. Yeah, don't, don't unleash provoke. your anger. Don't don't look to be provoked to fight. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and I've always told my kids, I was like, look, don't hit them until they hit you first. That's self-defense. You know, unless you're you, and you can stop some, from being hit without hurting them mm-hmm. back too. like, yeah. you know, put them but, in the full Nelson if you need to. <laughs> like after watching this episode, do you. Do you see why Nick at night removed it from syndication? So this is the episode they removed? Yep. Okay. Oh. Um, it was for excessive violence. Or promoting violence, I'm sorry. Did it promote violence? Herman told him to deck a kid. <laughs> hmm. I guess. Yeah. I guess so. But yeah. at the same time it's a confusing one at the same time he was being hit himself and it's not like he told him to deck him and we didn't see eddie with a black eye before he went and fought again mm-hmm. it was like no we saw the repercussions of eddie you know ignoring it and letting it slide yeah and then I, he got to that point where he got to go and fight back it, it really felt like doug had a wanted to tell something but well, maybe I, got a little muddied with the producers maybe. along the process and they ran out of time maybe i i thought honestly thought that the kid was going to be the son of the guy that herman was i did too especially Doing after that? he called herman a uh, uh, dope yeah because <laughs> we've seen that before with the 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 hot rod racer guy yeah 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 so i was just curious about like what they were yeah i don't know man listeners well, let us know what you think the moral for this episode was if you think there is one because yeah this is a confusing one i i didn't hate it but i will say it's not one of my favorites yeah i can see also too why they might have canceled this episode or quote unquote canceled this episode because mm-hmm. you know child violence domestic abuse elect- that wasn't a reasoning given by the Nick and Knight manager but <laughs> yeah um, electrocution uh, as a practical joke isn't very funny because what if some kid saw that and went and tried to electrocute somebody yeah yeah okay I forgot about the locker thing I thought I'm like well the buzzer was harmless I've done buzzers before my dad and I used to mess with each other all the time with those he he bought a pen just to mess with me (laughs) you click it and it zapped you (laughs) but yeah no the hooking up the electricity to the locker and then making them stand in water yeah that's 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 rough Okay, I can understand it a little bit more as to why, possibly at that time period, especially why they would have pulled it and shit. So, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, in the beginning, a little bit of trivia. I'll go ahead and just bump right into this. In the beginning, the what Grandpa's uh, reading is the Transylvania Gazette again. So 
you know, continuing with that. Yep. And uh, at some point in this episode, Arc Leak Letter is mentioned, which uh, for those of you who don't know who that is, uh, Art is well known for a segment called uh, Kids Say the Darndest Things during his 1952 daytime The Link Letter show. Mm. Uh, and in his time of hosting that, which many of you may remember Cosby doing it, uh, he interviewed 23,000 kids during his 27 year run. So okay. he's the guy who started that. Okay. Just a little fun fact. Cool. And uh, uh, that's all I got other than it got removed, right. which I teased last week. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd like to hear of uh, some of our audience members what you guys thought of this episode, um, like the moral of it, possibly, if there is one, because it kind of like contradicts itself throughout the entire episode, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I know some of it's for humor's sake, like Lily saying no violence and hitting him and stuff. Like, I understand Which, the comedy you, element. I didn't think too much of because I, I know for a fact my uh, my my grandma beat my grandpa uh, a few times during their marriage. But, you know, he was stupid and did really dumb things like uh, cheating. So uh, <laughs> but you know what? When you marry the girl you get into bar fights with against bikers, you gotta have to expect some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> My grandparents were wild. This is the same woman who came up with the Long John Silver, or forced Long John Silver to come up with their travesty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I missed them. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I enjoyed this episode though, like, regardless of what their actual meaning was, it was cool to see more, um, Eddie, I just because we got to see him do some more stuff Um, and then uh, it it gets muddled, honestly, because between this episode and the other episode, we already talked about this, this um, podcast, like I loved it when it was just the family because we got to build on top of what we're already doing. And then now with this episode, it was cool, but it wasn't as good as the first one we talked about because it was i didn't feel like we were learning anything new about them or the house or anything like you previously said whereas the other one we did so of the two episodes the first one we talked about would be my top one for this specific uh, podcast episode um but yeah i would love to hear people's opinions about this specific episode since it was canceled from TV and everything like that uh, back in the day. Um, you can email us what you thought or comment or anything like that at all of our socials at the MonsterCast, and the email is themonstercast at outlook.com. Um, all yeah. the links and everything else are also in our descriptions wherever you're listening and or watching, guys. Um, we really and appreciate also it. Also, let us know what you think of the trailer. Um, yeah. Shout out to uh, Chris, who has already... Uh, you know, spoken to uh, with us about, you know, not seeing Eddie and Marilyn. Yeah. Which is uh, disappointing, which mirrors exactly what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I- I've seen that. Um, I've been surfing through some of the monster groups um, right now and seeing that a lot of people are like, well, where's Marilyn and uh, Eddie? So 
uh, it, it might be Again, that we, we know just see Pat them. is in the movie. We don't, Butch has not been announced as yeah. far as I know. We don't know who Pat is playing. Uh, yeah. it's, it's like, uh, <laughs> just tell us. What if, because in this teaser that we just watched, um, the only thing that's said is Grandpa says, well, what do we do now? What if it's like. Maybe it's them moving in. Moving out. No, the the kids moving out. Oh. And now they're like, well, shit, now what do we do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, possibility. That could be a pretty interesting story. Again, that all speculation on our part, our fan thoughts and stuff like that. So that's pretty mm. cool. I want to just tell everybody, um, because I do make some stupid jokes on the show, by the way. I don't believe everything I say. <laughs> By the way, I make jokes to make jokes because I find them funny. Kind of like a Ricky Gervais. I just say shit because it's funny to me. He's covering his ass. <laughs> I am covering my ass, yeah, but I just find it funny to me. Like, a, a lot of people I, take jokes and they automatically assume that it's how you live your life by. It's not. They're jokes. <laughs> I, I had a little rant. You can have your own, too. <laughs> so, yeah, um... With that all done and said with, Tivis, you got any final words for us this episode? Since it's been a long episode, I think. Yeah, this is a pretty long one. Uh, don't use a double negative. Don't not use a double negative. I will <laughs> find you in Florida. <laughs> Florida man. Don't not shall not you use the double negative. All right. With that said, guys, thank you very much. And again, we appreciate everybody tuning in every Monster Monday. We will catch you. Yeah, we really do. Um, With that said, guys, we will catch you next time as we take another stroll down 1313 Mockingbird Lane. The lesson I want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like. You can be tall or short or fat or thin or ugly or handsome. Like your father. Uh, you can be black or yellow or white. It doesn't matter. What does matter is the size of your heart and the strength of your character.